some of the stuff that I want to do. I uh, Google some of this research and the things that I want to look into doing. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and then I just get up and go do it. Okay. And then I go handle other things like, you know, dealing with, you know, I'm a, I do, I do a lot. You know what I'm saying? I got a lot of platforms. I mean, I got, you know, I got my, my I got my platform, you know, the promoter platform I done, mm-hmm. I created like eight years ago. But I know 10 years ago, I came from prison. Then I got, who the fuck, with a prison platform. Mm-hmm. For me. And then I got, you know, I'm a father platform, a grandfather platform. Oh, wow. A hustler platform. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So all these have to be taken out. Lord knows other things. That's my party life. Mm-hmm. So I have a few platforms. That's actually dope. Like, that's really interesting. That's a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of stuff you got going on. I mean, that's the only way you're going to do to get, um, be successful. Mm-hmm. They say you also got to get it. How you going to get it? No, you got to get up every day, you know what I'm saying, and um, have an idea. What you want to do, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you gotta, you gotta have it organized already in your brain. You know what I'm saying? I got tasks as they come, because no one's gonna give you anything in this world. Mm-hmm. And um, they make if and if they give it to you, they're not gonna give it to you where you want it. Mm-hmm. And you, you shouldn't want, want them to give it to you mm-hmm. where you want it because you want to earn it. Mm-hmm. Anything in this earth, you want it good or bad. Whatever God got for you on this earth, you want it good or bad. Because mm-hmm. right? you don't never been known as weak. Mm-hmm. That is true. And I really want to get into, like, how the fuck prison movement even started. Like, what made you want to do that? Um, well, you know, you know, I'm, I'm, a, that's, I'm a part of that culture. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, I'm saying, like, I, I, that's, that's, you know, I just don't say fuck prison to be saying fuck prison. I mean, I come from that culture. You know what I'm saying? I come from, um, you know, I'm a real drug dealer. Mm-hmm. For me, like, I, I come from that. My mother on drugs and, you know, father... You know what I'm saying? That environment. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, that's I, I was raised in that, selling drugs. And for me, cause not because I wanted to be fly, because we were poor. It was mm-hmm. survival. From survival mode. So, you know, this is back in 87, mm-hmm. 88 for me. Like, so, that, you know, I've been snatching pocketbooks in, in 85, robbing stores, 84. Mm-hmm. For me, snatching chains. And, you know, I come up to the, in the ranks of crime. Mm-hmm. For me to let me to get me twenty years in prison by the time I was eighteen. Wow. You know I'm saying so that that comes you know me then I'm losing my friends, mm. all my friends that came up with me that they dead, most of them, or they in prison. From coming from so it wasn't like you know like fuck prison just like a slogan for me. It's a way of life because I'm saying I got people that said my my co-defendants that got life in prison to my co-defendants. Mm-hmm. So I got friends they never coming home again in their life. Dudes that I met in jail, and I'm saying that, you know, because you go to prison, you know, friends become strangers, and strangers become friends. Mm-hmm. And people that you was once your friends out here, not your friends no more. Mm-hmm. So I sat in there for 20 years, and these people become my friends, my brothers. For me, and, and, and I have to leave them, come back to the streets. So in prison, you know what I'm saying, they rooting for me. Like, like, like I'm saying, like I'm a, I'm a savior mm-hmm. because I come from that world. I was raised in there. So, you know, when dudes hear about me in magazines, they hear about me in the streets. Oh, shit, he done it. He made it. For me, because I made it out of there. Mm. For me, but I still haven't made it, I'm saying, because I still have a lot of work to do for all he deserves. For me, I caused a lot of havoc on this earth. For me, I'm saying, I've done a lot. For me, I was a part of a lot of, a lot of havoc. So when you're part of that, that culture of seeing that shit, you know, breaking down, and for me, like, you know, I, 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 I witnessed mothers 
shooting dope. I witnessed mothers, you know what I'm saying, being a nice-looking mother and two weeks later sucking my dick for crack. I was mm. part of that culture. Mm-hmm. I mean, this, this ain't no, ain't not, this ain't fake with me. For me, I don't sing girls, you know what I'm saying? So I, mothers, you know, started taking pills, and next thing you know, they smoking weed. Next thing you know, then they, they, they on crack. Next thing you know, they sucking my dick. Mm-hmm. My man's mother. Wow. For me, it's like I'm part of that, that come from yeah. that, that lifestyle. And this is, I was 17, 18 years old. Mm-hmm. So by the time I go to prison, I come home, I'm 39. Now I got my son, I mean, my son when I was 16. For me, so now my son is in prison wow. for the last eight years. And he's trying, he was trying to be like his father. Mm-hmm. So that's when, it, you know, when you become a plague to your community, it comes back to you and it haunts you. Mm-hmm. To, to your child, so being like that. So when my granddaughter started talking to me, like, Yo, you know, what's up with my father? Oh. I'm like, you know, got to bring her, you know, started crying and shit. So you have to break, so you got to take a position. I'm saying, like, you know, but she's not the only one. There's millions of fathers, of little girls and, and little boys, I'm saying, without no mothers and fathers. When I'm saying, and once you start off like that, and you don't, you know, once it's unbalanced, anything can happen after that because mm-hmm. it's unbalanced. For me, little, you know what I'm saying? Most girls, if their father was somebody out here, and he's in jail, and she don't have, she, who's she going to go to to get some advice? Yep. He ain't here. Mm-hmm. Yep. For me? Mm-hmm. And they're saying that they, most, most motherfuckers out here are perverts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so they're trying, they trying to get between the drawers. So where, where's the advice come at? You know what I'm saying? Where's the, mm-hmm. the etiquette come at? So, you know, I'm, I'm a part of a different culture. For me, so, you know, like, so when I come, when I say that, that I mean that. Fuck prison mm-hmm. from the heart because that's what it might my, my that ain't just no shirt with a saint on it. Nah, man, I gave my blood, sweat, and tears to that shit. Fuck prison ain't just come today. Fuck prison is 30, 40 years of and me being in the streets. Mm-hmm. So people be like, yo, you yo, you just made it up. No, I always been saying I just didn't put on a shirt. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've been fighting, I've been in out of prison my whole entire life. Yeah, that was gonna be my next question. Did you like grow that experience like while you was in jail, like did this no. thought come up when you was in there? No. Like, no. I, still, I know some people go to prison no, and then they still, change no. their whole life. No, they got everything I mean. that they're going to do when they get no, out. No, I I was still in jail selling drugs. I was still in jail gambling. I was still in jail doing everything. That got possibly. you went in the first place? Yes. <laughs> so do you think the way that, you know, everything growing up, you felt like you couldn't get out of that lifestyle? You no, felt we, like it you was born in it. it. So once you, you, I wasn't really trying to get out of it. I was born in it. Where I'm coming awesome. from, so like I wasn't really, you know, you can't try to get out of something that you don't know, like you don't know uh, really what it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you grew up and everybody's just you thought it was normal, it's a normal procedure. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there's just certain things that you can take into account about how you can change yourself, how you today. can work harder today. today. Yeah, not to back then. There was mm-hmm. no summer jobs back then. You know, mm-hmm. you go into projects, pioneer homes, Lisbon, New Jersey. Yeah. One way in, one way out. Yeah, dead zone. There's no, uh, you know, you know, there's a program over here for, uh, for summer jobs. Who? How are you so gonna tell sad. me get a summer job, and I'm making three, four thousand dollars a day? What's, what, what, what's, where I'm gonna go with summer and job? Then like, yeah. I was listening to you tell your story. You said you was doing all this in the '80s. This was when like. Yeah. Drugs was an epidemic, like, like when, it, me, when like, it came to the project. So it was like you had no choice but, but to be a product of your environment. Mm-hmm. So I'm a, I'm like part of the leader force of that. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna get out of something that I'm creating. Yeah. For me, like you know, I'm creating it. So you know, I'm 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 changing the way drugs sell. I'm I'm, re- I'm doing retail. I'm not even going to school. Mm-hmm. I ain't go to school. So I went to jail. Mm-hmm. For me, but I chopped out of school eighth grade. Yeah. For me, so I might went to ninth grade, paid my paid the teachers, and got into tenth grade, and I dropped out. I was just hanging by the schools. And you talking about we got I'm 17 years old with the bins. Like what I'm going to school for? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How was school in jail? Oh um, well, well, once I got in there, that's interesting. Once I got in there, it kind of like changed because, you know, you want to come home, so you know, education mm-hmm. is a very, very part of coming home. We yeah. mm-hmm. understand the law. So once I got in there, it kind of like switched up a little bit for me, and um, things got like, well, I was on a baseball field one day, and I used to always be talking shit to all my friends and dudes. So you talk slick, but you ain't got your GED. Mm. Mm. Everybody, I'm like, what? Yeah, you talk suck as hell, but you ain't got your GED, nigga. Mm-hmm. What you fucking need, G, nigga? I'm like, and I felt kind of like embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, this motherfucker right now. So, <laughs> That's the motivation, then, though. So then I went and got my GED. 
I mean, I studied and shit like that. And I got my GED and I seen a nigga on the beat for like about six months. Like, yeah, nigga, I got my shit, nigga. Period. Period, nigga. Mm-hmm. So from then, I took one class, another class. But, you know, the, 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 I was already like educated, mm-hmm. yeah. slick. So you street like, smart. Was, you street was, smart. Mm-hmm. But, you know, once I got in there, you know, it's nothing but you meet people from, I went to the federal prison. Mm-hmm. So when I went to a federal prison, you meet people from all over the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, so all different languages and all different type of um, cultures. Cultures, you know what I'm saying? So that's why I can deal with people. And I, and I, and I know racism at its best. Because I've seen mm-hmm. it at its best. Mm-hmm. Saying? But once I got, got into that life, once I got in there, you know, you start being around people. And you started schooling me. Mm-hmm. For me, like, they, you know, yeah, I was raised around pimps in there. Hustlers, bank artists, gangsters. Real gangsters. There ain't no... Real gangsters, motherfucker. Italian gangsters, black gangsters, mm. mafia, killers, serial killers. I mean, so, you know, I hung around with all the older dudes. Yeah, I remember I'm only 18 mm-hmm. years old. Mm-hmm. But I'm in, I'm, I'm in the federal penitentiary and all in another part of the earth. Yeah. What I'm saying in Texas, I'm from Elizabeth, New Jersey, but they got me in um, fucking Utah yeah. prison. I'm mean, fucking 19 years old. I'm in there. But people, you know what I'm saying, there might be one person from New Jersey on the compound. You know, and then it's different. Like, New Jersey sticks together. Mm-hmm. Utah. Ain't no part of what part of New Jersey. You could be from Surville. You could be from a little hick town in Jersey. All of us is like friends. You got to stick together. So, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, I started like meeting other old heads from, like, from Memphis. For me, old heads from Ohio. Old heads, you know what I'm saying, old heads. And they would school me about life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, how I'm going to make it. How I'm going to survive. Doing it 20 years, I'm saying, because, see, you know, selling drugs on the street is one thing. I'm saying being in prison is another thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're dealing with a whole different type of culture, a whole different understanding of life. Right. And to, to make it, cause, because you were in prison, I mean, you might make it out of prison. Mm-hmm. So when I went in there, I went in there with an attitude like, fuck the world. Yeah. For me, and in and, this and old time, it said, don't let the time do you. You do the do time. The time. Mm-hmm. You ain't going to make it with that attitude showing, you know what I'm saying? You want to make it out of here. I mean, I know you got a lot of time, but you, but it's still life after this right here. But you can't really see that when it, this is 1991 and your date is 2009 mm-hmm. paperwork. So you can't really see where you're about to go mentally. I'm saying how you're going to make it back. I mean, so you got to try to figure out how can I survive. So now you got to go to every survival fitness mentioned. So who here is going to you got to take some advice yeah. if you want to make it back. You know what I'm saying? So I went in there. I would, I would tell niggas, you know, I told, I met this dude one day. I told him, suck my dick. Mm, for me, a nigga punched me. That, that, that nigga punched me in my motherfucking face. Words. For me? And he was Jamaican guy. You know what I'm saying? He punched the shit out of me. And we fought everything like that. And his old head from Memphis, I got mad because he broke the fight up. So he pulled me in the back. was like, man, you was wrong. Mm-hmm. You're offering a man to your pants. Are you crazy? But in society, like, that's like... Normal, like you know, saying there's no like there's no etiquette about how you conduct yourself, and you can murder for that shit somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And so he was like, "You're not going to make it with that type of frame of mind. You're not going to make it." For me, showing everything is based on respect. And I'm saying, and respect, you know, saying, and respect brings honor. So I wouldn't apologize to the dude, but to this day, I want to see the dude in Jamaica for my birthday. I went to see him. Y'all friends? Yeah, we have 20 years together. So we, we, you know, they kick. We make. We become friends. And, you know, the crazy part is that, like, later on, he, he cut, like, four or five people in the face through the system. For me, and he's like, yo, I said, why you never cut me? He said, because I knew you knew, you didn't know no better. Mm. For me, because, you know what I'm saying? So when you, when you be in, them, you know, in, that, in that world, you don't know no better. For me, you know what I'm saying? That world is different. Yeah. For me, saying, mm-hmm. so, you know, you're dealing with creatures, man. You're dealing with certain type of people, man. Either it's going to suck you in, and I wouldn't let it suck me in. I didn't want to go in there and change my name and... Ain't no get tattoos on my body. I didn't want nothing to remind me of that motherfucker place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm coming from, so that's why I don't have any tattoos. You know what I'm saying? I, I thought, but how can I get become mentally strong? Because I, mm-hmm. I knew I was coming back to a world and it's going to be a task for me. That was going to mm-hmm. be my next question, yeah. like, because you talk about prison being completely a completely different world. What was it like integrating back into society well, after you, know, you came out? Well, you know, I, I already had like cell phones and stuff like that in jail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For me, like, you know, so. You were up you know, to date with I, technology. I was a little up to date with technology, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You know, and um, my friend, you know, had started me a Facebook. Oh, that was was a MySpace back that MySpace, MySpace. page, mm-hmm. and so they were p- promoting me and stuff like that. So you know, 
and then I had to come up with an idea, you know. So I, asked, you know, I wrote Foxy Brown, and I actually, you know, like, yo, come pick me up in prison. And then me and her got real cool, so she came and picked me up in prison. Uh, and wow. it sort of went over my space stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I kind of really like was marketing myself because this dude's always telling me like, yo, Sean, you get on the streets. What you going to do? And I used to tell the dude like, you know, I'm going home sell some drugs again. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm going back into the game, and like this is this is the life. And this is what you really believe that like, sometimes when you when you come from a environment was nothing but you know saying gangsters. You know, so I come from a gangster environment. When I say gangster, I don't mean murderers and killers. I mean, I'm saying that the, the state of mind is to get money. Get yeah. money for me. Mm-hmm. Get money. You know, saying take care of your business. That's what the gangsters. The gangster I was raised by. Mm-hmm. For me, like you want to kill. When necessary, you know what I'm saying? Somebody bring harm to your family, bring harm to your neighborhood, or bring harm to putting you in prison. Other than that, you want non-violence as possible to get some money and survive, you know what I'm saying? Because no one wants to really want to be in jail. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I come from that environment. So it was different for yeah. me. So I had to figure out when I get back in the streets, how am I going to transform and, and, mm-hmm. and, and make this shit work for me? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's a little nervous. You're going to be nervous yeah. for me. So I was like a little nervous. Stepping out of there for me, you know, after 20 years. Did That's you experience any like PTSD? No, um, you know, I was already like, you know, I'm already crazy a little bit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> for me, like, you know, I'm, I'm off a little bit, you know what I'm saying? So, anyone that been in prison before, he's off already. Oh, I don't care who yeah. it is, they can tell you they're not, he's not going to go into a environment like that when and you know, deciding everything, everything you want. Yeah. I mean, they put you in an artificial environment. Everything is fake, and everything is like Crazy. you gotta, you gotta like you can't use your emotions. Mm-hmm. For me, so your emotion span is on one level. For me, like you know, one level your intelligence spans on another level because you do a lot of reading, so you get very you get very intelligent. Most mm-hmm. most of the people, yeah. but you don't use these emotions. For me, because there's no love in there. You know what I'm yeah. saying there's no love in there. There's no affection in there. And everything is hardcore, everything is serious, and everything is respect, everything is it. So a lot of these emotions are not being used, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. that will be used on the streets. For me, like, you know, it's like, you know, you're not dealing with your mother, your father, your yeah. sisters, your brothers. And so all these emotions are, are closed in, are boxed in a jar, so you can't use them. Mm-hmm. So you get on the streets, you get out of here, you know what I'm saying, you see niggas snap out, niggas go crazy, niggas they can't deal with because emotionally, mm-hmm. they're not really on point. Mm-hmm. Because the emotions wasn't used at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's where, the, that's where the problems come at. When dudes can't be patient, dudes can't survive out mm-hmm. here. And that's where a lot of shit come from. But once I got got back out of here, but I had a good support system. Mm-hmm. That's important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very important. For me, I had a good support and I had a plan. Right. Mm-hmm. Do you think you'd be alive if you didn't go to jail? Um, no, I probably would have um I probably would have a life bid. Or I'll probably be dead. My attitude, my cockiness would have got me killed. But how was mm-hmm. it seeing so many people close to you go? Um I mean, you know, you, you still you, you still wake up sometimes. You know, saying with water in your eyes because these are these are these are these are de- these are people you dream about. You know, what I'm saying you grew up with, so you're still gonna. If you're in the game, you're gonna uh, you're gonna lose friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For me, like they're not That's gonna so tell funny. you that in the beginning of the game. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody gonna sit down and say, "Yo, these are these these are the rules to the game." Uh, all all of us gonna be in this game. All of us, we've all from the projects. Mm-hmm. Um, out of 25 of us. Only two of us might make it out of here. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. The rest might be in jail, dead, or God knows where we might be in some type of psycho wardrobe place. No one's going to tell you that at the beginning of the game when you come off the porch, you walk into your man, you're like, mm-hmm. everybody kicking. Ain't nobody going to say, yo, you know, and all of us, man, we might don't make it. That's what mm-hmm. they tell you. You go to Vietnam. You, yeah. you go to Vietnam, you're not going to make it. But it's the same philosophy. Yeah. Yeah. We all, we're not going to make it. Feel me? Unfortunately, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, somebody was praying for me. I made it. Yeah. For me, like I'm saying, I, and I, you know, that's I don't even believe in the power of prayer until later on in life. Mm-hmm. For me, like I'm saying, like I, don't, I didn't even believe in God. When did it take life. you? What, at what point did you believe in God? No, it took it took me a while to believe in. It. I mean, like you know, but I guess like when like my grandmother, you know, she's a very spiritual lady. You know what I'm saying, and um, and you know, she's she's been praying for me. My, now I understand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I stand. Let me let me take that back. As a grandfather, oh, for me, okay. I understand the position of a grandmother now. Yeah, yeah. I, I understand. I understand it, which I didn't understand as a kid. I couldn't understand. So, she knew I didn't have a father. She knew my mother predicted him. Mm-hmm. She knew all this. Here. She's dealing with wisdom, understanding. Now she's dealing with knowledge, with understanding. Mm-hmm. For me, so 
she so she put the extra love in me mm-hmm. and was trying to balance it so that I can feel feel accepted in this world. Mm-hmm. She knew that I had issues. Well, you don't have a father. Your father did before you gone, and your mother is is in the streets, running the streets. This is her child. Yeah. So she knew what comes from her. This is her offering. So she took the position and said, I'm, I'm going to love him extra, extra. Mm-hmm. what he don't have. Yeah. Which So people would be like, yo, my grandmother favored me more. But nah, she knew that I had, she knew I was going through more. Mm-hmm. Because rest of my, rest of my um, cousins had their mothers and fathers. Yeah. Rest of her kids had their mothers and fathers. I didn't. Right. So mm-hmm. people would say she's my, like, that she was favoring me more, but she didn't. She knew that I was I was lacking something the rest didn't have, mm-hmm. which I didn't understand that back then. Mm-hmm. So later on in life, she would always you know try to school me, talk to me, give me game, give me you know you know, you know give me give, teach me everything I needed to know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when I went to prison, like you know that kind of like broke her heart. But she told me like you know what I'm saying I'm not gonna leave this earth without seeing you. So when I came home, she was praying for me. So I came home, she still was alive, and she, you know she broke down to me, listen to me, you know both of my sons are dead. Um, when I leave this earth, I want you to carry me off this earth. Mm. For me, like, I need you to do I know you like to play in these streets. You like to keep your nose dirty now. You play, you, mm. I know you play in these streets, but this is what I need from you. Right. Mm-hmm. I need you to grow up. For me, so, you know, I, I gave her my word that, you know, saying that, you know, I, I would be there for her because she's, she's done 20 years with me. You know what I'm saying? Like, like my no one done. Most of my people, like, mm-hmm. turned it, like, they moved on with their life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not just want to move their life. You know, she's 20 years is a long time. So, you know, every every Christmas and every New Year, every Christmas, my birthday, I got a car from for 20 years straight Aww. with money. So, I, you know, when she you know, so when she died, you know, um, she died of cancer. Mm. So, you know, I never seen, so, you know, they, you know, they sent her home, and, you know, I never saw a lady so strong be so weak, weak. looking. Yep. So, you know, I had to watch her demise from saying in front of my face. So, you now that kind of, like, messed me up a little bit, you know what I'm yeah. saying? But when she, when she passed, you know, she, like, you know, I was in a room talking to her, and she's still concerned. Oh, did you get your medicated? Did you get your bomber care? Did you do this? Did you do that? Like, she's still, like, Wait trying to make sure you. I'm right before she leaves this earth. Yeah. I'm Gucci now. I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. Right. I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm all right now. So, you know, when she put, you know, she told me to give her teeth, and she put her teeth in her mouth, and she passed away. So the last jewel she gave me, she said, whatever you do in this world, you live in this world, die in pride. Mm-hmm. For me? And I couldn't understand why she put her teeth in her mouth because of pride. Whatever you do, you die with pride. Mm. I'm saying so, you know. I'm, but so I'm still trying to. So now go back to fuck prison. I'm trying to put some pride in our family because we all known as drug dealers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For me, so I'm trying to put the pride in our family. Like yo, this is what I want to be known. I don't want to be known when I leave this earth as a drug dealer. I'm saying I don't. Want, I don't want people to see me like that. I, I want something a little different. So you have to come from within in and build something. I'm saying that that can go that far. People are not gonna understand it right now what I mean it, but there's mothers, millions of brothers that's dying in jail mentally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they never get to see their kids again, never get to change their life. They get what I'm saying, they never get the second chance. I have one. Mm-hmm. For me, I'm saying so with this second chance, I try to create something that can help for me. But it took me a while to get here mentally. Mm-hmm. Because you know what I'm saying, I, I do like my parties that I plan on doing when I came home. So I already had a business, I set everything up and I, you know. I started doing my first party and my love party, another party. I didn't really know the business, though. I just was just doing this shit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, club owners getting over me, robbing this shit out of me. I don't, I don't know. I just became popular. I'm popular. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I took that situation and made it work for me. And, you know what I'm saying, later on I learned the game, the business and stuff like that. But when you, most people come home, they need a plan mm-hmm. for me. And most drug dealers, they're scared to change their life. They know. They, you know, they, they're scared because it's like, you still want to be important. You yeah. still want to be known as that guy. And to come home and work at McDonald's. Mm. And here it is, the guy. You might have belittled a guy, a girl you might have went to school with. Now she's owns a company, mm-hmm. owns a house, owns a business. But which really you thought you were up back then, but you wasn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, she really was up because she was going to school, doing the right thing. When yeah. you was doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times we call people suckers, lames. Bitch niggas, you know what I'm saying? But we the ones become that once we get in jail mm-hmm. because we're not here for our kids. So that's, you know, so you're a sucker. Right. Mm-hmm. For me, you're a if you can't raise your own kid, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, it, it takes the time, like, to, to transfer what you got to do for as a man. So when I got back out here, I really knew what I wanted to do. I, you know, so I knew I wasn't going back to prison, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm too intelligent for that to be in prison. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I could think, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I you know, 
sometimes you you know let me get the credit. And fuck prison is also for me too, because I'm not perfect and I know I got issues. For me, sometimes I want to. Sometimes I want to kill motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I want to like, cause that shit is in you. Yeah. For me, like, it's like you know, like I said before, that shit in you. It's ingrained. For me, what, like, what when, steps do you take in the in the midst of? Being an like entrepreneur that. to like get yourself on board, keep yourself oh, on track. Oh, you you mentally. can't, you can't, you gotta constantly like remind yourself who you are. You no, know, you gotta constantly believe that you this that this that, that this is what you want. Mm-hmm. Everything starts with you. You are you are the essence to all your success and all your failure. Yeah. For me, nobody else, nobody else can bring you down. I'm saying, only you can bring yourself down. No one, you are the, you are the sole controller of everyone. I'm saying, only person that's loyal to you is God. Because mm-hmm. he wake you up every day. That's mm-hmm. loyalty. That's the only loyalty you got. For me, so once you know what's loyalty, what's balance you, and then you you, you you make things happen. But a lot of people, like 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 I tell people, I was just telling somebody this last night, DJ Bobby B, a good friend of mine, <coughs> and he asked why do I help him? Why mm-hmm. did I help him? I said because I knew you would help somebody else. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying, so I would help people before that won't help other people. Mm-hmm. So that's that that was making bad decisions. So today, when you help people, you want to help people that help other people, and this is how you grow, mm-hmm. and this is how the chain of commandment grows around around other people, because we already fucked up, and by going through so much shit mentally. Mm-hmm. But so the most you can do in this earth is help somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, that's the most you can do. I'm you, so inspired right now. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so into this. Like that's the because you we we're already behind on so much mm-hmm. mentally. We're already we're already like, you know what I'm saying like. You know what I'm saying? Like, like we fucked up as a people. Like, we rather hurt each other than bring mm-hmm. each other up. We rather see each other fall than celebrate each other's success. Mm-hmm. So, anytime, like, people don't understand me. You can't understand me because you don't come from my culture. Mm-hmm. From like, like, these people I be around today, these are my new friends, all my friends. You can't understand a person like me unless you, li- unless you come from an era I come from. And for me, so, you know, I've seen it. I've seen, I seen, I seen some shit. I seen the devil, what I'm saying. I seen him in person. Mm. From coming from like to the point that you want to ask God for help. They say no shit. I seen this dude, man. From coming from. I That's seen so him take friends from me. I'm saying I seen this shit. I seen a different type of pain in this earth. And a lot of people it, it makes you numb to so much. But fucking get shot right here when he bothered me. Because I my friend got killed in front of me. So like it wouldn't bother me. I seen this type of shit. So today my plan is to, to help people. And spread spread love on a whole different type of different mm-hmm. energy for me, and I'm not perfect for me because I deal with a lot of I deal with a lot of issues too because I deal with a lot of my brain. But the most you can do, like I always tell people, is help somebody else. Mm-hmm. For me, because see, one time you know I was in this chicken shack and I, and I see this dude and he's hungry. I feed him. I don't know if we can the pain. I just gave him some food. I didn't pay for this because the person want to give it to him and pay for it. I left. Now my son is down in prison. This dude was about to jump him. He helped my son. Mm-hmm. He said, "He said, why did you?" My son said, "Why did you help me?" He said, "Because one time I was in the chicken shack with your father. He didn't even know me." Wow. So, this is the power of giving. This is the power That's of a good-hearted crazy. person. Because you never know when that shit is going to link back to something mm-hmm. that you do. So I do things for people because, you know, I'm, you know, my lead is earth. From saying because I got to go back. I got to go back to the maker. I got to leave here. Mm-hmm. I want to leave this earth and knowing that. <laughs> Somebody see my granddaughter one day, and they can tell my granddaughter, listen to me, your grandfather wasn't was like this, that. Yeah. If your grandfather was alive, he wouldn't like what you're doing. Mm-hmm. If your grandfather was alive, he wouldn't want this right here. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to help you because, you know, I know who your grandfather is. He helped me. Mm-hmm. For me, this is, this is a different type of power, a different type of things I want. For me, that I'm, I'm going to, because I know I have to leave here. Yeah. But if I can know that I left here, with so much help with so many people that if I'm not there, if I'm not even here, she still could be helped like if I was here. Mm-hmm. See, that's that's how I think. Legacy. For me, that's how I think. Like, he you know, he done so much for me or other people that they see her and somebody about to hurt her. Mm-hmm. They could stop that. Mm-hmm. They say, nah, nah, I know her, I know her grandfather. You, you, nah, that can't happen like that. Mm-hmm. You can't do this right here. And for me, and I saved her life not even being here. That's what I want. That's mm-hmm. what I want out of life. And people are saying, that's my goal. That's what fuck prison is about. I'm saying, that's what I'm about. I'm saying, I'm, I don't think from, I'm going to be all right. I'm with, I'll be 50 years old in two, two more years. I'm Gucci. I've lived my life. You look good. Yes, I mm-hmm. thank you. I live my life. But if I can 
do something for her, mm-hmm. I'm Gucci. Right. For me, and people don't understand that because they have to come. They have to get that far mentally. Yeah. Me, because I don't have money. For me, I don't make money. I don't see millions before. I don't make. I don't made a million dollars before. I don't have jewelry. I don't have cars. I don't have girls. I don't have everything. I mean, from my mm. whole time being in, the, in this world, because you, you're a hustler. Just these, these are the requirements that come to you easy. Mm-hmm. This is nothing to you when you become. It's nothing to me. Mm-hmm. But what I haven't had, and I'm saying, is, is the pleasure of helping people that, that can help her, or do shit that can help other people. I want to give back in a different way. And this is the shit is priceless. Mm-hmm. You can't buy this shit. This is shit is this is in you that you got to come out of you to give to somebody else. You can't buy this shit. And that's the type of shit I want to do for people to help them awake themselves. Right. So how so, do you feel? My bad. <laughs> um, no, I was going to say, I know you spoke a lot about um, how kids grow up without their parents because one parent is locked up or something like that. And I personally connect to that. My dad was locked up from the time my mother was four months pregnant to me to currently. So yeah. what was it like raising your son while you were in prison? Well, you know, like, like, and I tell people this all the time, that prison, prison, just because a person goes to jail, I mean, like prison is prison affects everyone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Once I, once your father got locked up, you're affected. Yep. I mean, it's not so you know you have to be very mindful and don't be selfish. And I tell dudes, Ray, once you get locked up, you are fucked up in prison. Fuck prison is not the person in jail. Mm-hmm. Fuck prison is the person that's out here on the streets. They're affected. The mother's affected. The child's affected. I'm saying then it goes on and on to the other families effect because this child is missing a father or you know saying or a mother because mm-hmm. mother go to jail too that mm-hmm. but you know I, I wrote my son much as possible when trying to you know school him yeah. about prison but he's dealing with we dealing with a lot of demons in this world he dealing mm-hmm. with a lot of people saying yo your father was this and your father was that and these people and he's I'm not here to say no mm-hmm. a lot of that shit is not true. Yeah. Man, they, they had on to the story. Now I didn't throw no money off the roof. I didn't do this. Mm-hmm. I mean, they hand he hand they hand these remarkable stories. So and they mind, you know, with T, they want to be like that. Nah, mm-hmm. that's that ain't what you want to be like, my nigga. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, oh, I'm telling you, they're lying. Right. They don't want to hit, but they don't know that. So I'm writing, I'm writing. But once he, once he, once he, you know, once I lost my son to the system, I had to fire to get him back. Mm-hmm. For me, you know, he's coming home. You know what I'm saying? But he was in a tight situation is that I had to fight for his life, and. Because it, because most fathers, most fathers, most sons, either you're gonna look up to your father, mm-hmm. or you're gonna, or you're gonna despise your father. Yep. It's a thin line right there. I mean, so, and if you look up to your father, you're gonna try to duplicate him. If your father's a robber, all that right there, you look up to him in that type of way. Look up, do me what you look up to him. You gonna become a robber. Mm-hmm. If your mm-hmm. father's a drug dealer, you're, you're gonna get into the life. Because you know they're gonna, they're gonna the, the energy and the negative energy, which you think is a positive energy, is gonna force you into that life. Mm-hmm. And once you get into that life, could be a girl, if your your mother could be a, a, a dope dresser, you become a dope dresser. You know I mean, if your mother was a a hair dude like that, you become fashion wise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If your mother's into boost, you become a booster. For me, it's like all it's cycle. It's, it's the same cycle, yeah. especially your mother not around other girls, and then you start hearing the story how your mother was flying. She's a booster. You can become one, mm-hmm. and that's where the cycle can really get you mixed up. You know what I'm saying? Mixed up in. So a lot of time, you know, thank God, you know, like you you you, you take a position and do something with your life. From coming for most people, you know, they lose their kids to the system, mm-hmm. to the streets. For me, I'm saying I know a lot of dudes, fathers, and them dudes, you know, daughters get raped, they get in jail. Yeah. And they can't mm-hmm. help their daughters. I know a lot of dudes, you know, sons got killed and they can't go to the funeral. So, you know, it's a sad situation all in all, all around the board. And people don't understand that, but I do. I know I know I know what this thing is about and I and, and I wanna help other people awaken them a little by love and help myself. Mm-hmm. Now with that being said, I know you know a lot of people. So when you see like young guys, younger guys trying to be like that or be a part of a life that they know nothing about do you sit them down and be like yo well, you can't really you know see, you, you can't really sit them you gotta know how to come at them mm-hmm. okay. coming from me so sometimes you get away from them to come to you mm-hmm. for me like we you know this this you know this new generation is, is like you know I really feel bad for them because you know I feel bad for us too <laughs> honestly I, I feel bad know. for them because you know <laughs> what you know with the drugs and um Fentanyl, fake drugs, fake drugs. There's so, so much stuff that, you know what I'm saying, that, you know, you know, they, they, they caught up here, man. They, they don't even, like, want no money, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? But this is the same cycle that went on many years mm. ago. Like, you know, they put the, like, like, my mother and them all started on pills, and, and they took the pills out of the, 
out of the system, then they become shooting dope. Mm -hmm. So most young people today that's taking all these pills, minus out of 10, they're going to become dope addicts later on. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's sad because this is why more, most of the murders are happening. And most of them, they, not, they not even want no money no more. From they coming from, they, they don't even want clout. They want murder. Mm -hmm. For me, like, they don't want to be fly. Like, I grew up, like, we wanted to dress, be fly, get money, mm -hmm. cars, you know what I'm saying, the, the, the flashy. Like, that, that's a, a given as a hustler. Today, they, it's like, you know. There's no reason for it. It's today, like, they don't want that, and they will kill you for that type of shit today. Mm -hmm. So, coming from, like, before, you know, being a hustler is talking shit to other people. Like, you know what I'm saying, I got the baddest cars and the baddest, you know, mm -hmm. that's what the, the bop would come from. That's where the, the, the dip would come from, the way yeah. you move and the way you walk, the way you talk. You know, so when you hear the rappers, like, you know, like, they walk like a ball player. Like, they saying, they talking about the swag of a hustler. Mm -hmm. And that was priceless to have back then. Today, like, you know, I feel sorry for the young boys because they they don't have a chance, you know what I'm saying? And when, when they get down Trenton State or whatever, whatever federal penitentiary they're going to pitch you in for the rest of your goddamn life, you're going to wake up, you know what I'm saying? You're going to a sad reality, you know what I'm saying? And, and it's going to be a sad reality. Now, you know what I'm saying? You can become a deacon in jail or you can become some type of Muslim or some whatever. You mm -hmm. become some type of religion because you, 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 you ask any God mm -hmm. on this God good earth to get you the fuck out of this fucking place you in. And they don't understand that on the side of the streets, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I've seen dudes, you know what I'm saying, like with that, that got AKs and, and then they can't trades in that. For me, they can't never come home again. There ain't no coming home. For me, you got 40, 50 years, you, you're going to die in there. Mm -hmm. Simple. I mean, you know what I'm saying? You got life bad, you're going to die in there. Simple, point blank. And no one is telling these niggas, like, yo, man, you, you, you fucked up, man. You know what I'm saying? And, and, that, and, that's, and then once, once you fuck up, it's over. Yeah. Ain't no, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I, I, I was fortunately. They you know gave what I'm life saying? at first, right? You no, know, they gave me 23 years. I was fortunately oh. to make it out of there. Mm -hmm. For me, and I went in it pretty young. But, you know, a lot of these, I'm one of the fortunate ones. And, and got back out of here, and I'm saying, and you know, and done, and done a different and changed my life. You know what I'm saying a little bit help, you know, that takes a lot mm -hmm. to do for me. It's not easy because you know, you know, you see dudes in the clubs, and you know, you know, like you can just do the same shit, mm -hmm. simple, easy, mm -hmm. simple to do. But you know, you want to be a little patient and give yourself a chance. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, because you know, I know my end results. My, 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 I'm a little different. When, you know, when I already like. The feds going to say, you know, y'all see me one way and the feds see me another way. Right. Mm -hmm. For me, once the feds get their hold of me again, it's, it's over. Mm -hmm. For me, like, ain't no more. Like, I can get a run, two-year run, buy all the cars, get all the money, but three-year run tops. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And now I'm going to send some federal penitentiary the rest of my life. It's not even worth it. Mm -hmm. For me, like, then I'm going to die in jail. And people are going to talk about me while I'm dying in jail. Mm -hmm. and they're moving on with their life. They're with their grandkids. They're with their mother. They have picnics. They enjoy life. They're traveling. So here it is. I got to sit here and die in prison. Now, I don't, I'm not trying to go out like that. And, right. and then people understand that. I'm not trying to go out like that. A lot of people don't want to understand the reality. I understand the reality. Mm -hmm. Because I met dudes that came home mm -hmm. for that three-year run. And came back in. Came right back. And got 40 years. I met these dudes. I met, I met these dudes that came in for these runs. And I, and I seen them. I'm like, yo, yeah, I had a good run I did, man. How much you got? 40. That's crazy. For me, like a dude hit me the other day. Like, yo, man, we was in Vegas and for the fight, me and you. At, we was Rick Ross. And right now, man, you was telling me a story. Right now, I'm in Yazoo, Mississippi, penitentiary show, man. I got 35 years. Keep your head up. I mm. did. Keep representing us. He was just out here. Right. And he got 35 years. That's that could crazy. be me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For me, and I'm sitting, I'm, and then I, I don't want to be the dude with 35 years in prison. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't want to see another dude with, with, with in prison with 40 or 50 years in prison. I want to see brothers on the streets, mm -hmm. you know, work, you know, understand the life. I mean, like, you know, and, 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 and I love the hustle. I love it. Right. But I know what it's comes good, with it. It's a good right. thread so, so, How do you feel like your new hustle, how does that drive you? Like, you hustling in a way that's like, Admirable for everyone. How does um, that feel for you? Great. Cause you, you, you. The way you're talking, it's like you get up and you grind every day, and it's like, you know what I mean? Like that drive has to come for something. Well, where, where the drive comes from is like, I don't want to lose. Mm -hmm. I don't want to let people down. How's your granddaughter, by the way? Um, nine. Oh. I don't okay. want to let. I don't want to let. Um, my like uh, my grandmother down. I mm -hmm. want to let um so many people in jail down. That's 
un- that I that's looking for me to make it so they can believe they can make it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, because there's someone's child right now and they're like, damn, damn, my woman do it. He made it. You can make it. Mm-hmm. So once I fell, I let down a lot of people that's rooting for me. I don't even know that. I don't even know them. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to let them down. You know what I'm saying, and I don't. I don't want to let down some of my loved ones. I don't. I don't, I don't want to let down people that that look up to me for certain situations to inspire them more. Because see, people motivated me, and I know some people that let me down. And I wanted them to make it, mm-hmm. and they got life in prison. I'm like, mm-hmm. damn, man. So I don't want to let people. So I got to get up every day. You know what I'm saying, and, and make a way. You know, I mean, and it's and it's not easy. Right. I mean, when you when you know that you have to do what's right, it's hard because it's so easy. It's so easy. It's so easy to pick a pack up. It's so easy to sell drugs when you know the the format. Mm-hmm. For me, so you know, but I know it's so easy to get a life bid mm-hmm. too mm-hmm. at the same format. So you can't say I know how to get money. I know this. I know I can get. I, I can do this right here. I know I can do that right there. But then you forget that you know you you get life bid too. Yeah. If you know you can get the money, you know you can you can move it. You can do this. You can do that. Then you got to know what comes with it. Yeah. I mean. So now, if you forget what comes with it, that's your fault. Right. I mean, so you can get, like, I know I, I know all this right here, but I don't know I can get light bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah. Did I ignore that part? Now, if I ignore that part, so now when I get caught and I tell, uh. feel me? Like, mm-hmm. come on, my nigga. Like, you knew, you knew, you knew when you got caught. You get getting light. You knew the risk, my nigga. Now you want to be a, now you want to tell come on you knew the rest my nigga you knew what come with that my nigga don't do that my nigga don't blame no one my nigga you know what come with that my nigga mm-hmm. yeah. and that's what people don't understand and that's where all the bullshit coming apart because now you don't want to pay for the risk six mm-hmm. nine six nine yeah for mm-hmm. me like you don't want to pay for the risk you don't want to be a part of the risk no more but when you when you bought the car you bought the new chain you bought the house and everybody all the girls on you in the club. This is a part of the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is the game, my nigga. So, boom, they kick your door in. This is still a game, my nigga. Yeah. This is still the chain. This is still a car. I mean, this is a part of the risk. Now, you don't want to be part of the risk no more, man. That ain't cool. Yeah. I mean, like, that ain't, that ain't what this ain't what the game was about. You know what I'm saying? And now you want to tell? Come on, homie. You know what this shit is about. Mm-hmm. So, and I, and that's when I tell people all the time with, with six nine, like he never was a street nigga. He wasn't. Wasn't. He wasn't. From coming from, see, like just because you let me get this clarified, up, people. Just because you come from the streets doesn't mean that, that you you're a street nigga. I mean, you got to go through some motherfucker. You got to go through the the chains of them saying a suffering. Mm-hmm. Be a street yeah. nigga. That's what I'm saying. Like I know people tipper. who've been to jail. I know people who did this, that, and that. But you will never. See me out here claiming Yo. that I'm part of that or that I did that. Yeah, like, let's no. say, say people don't know this. There's, there's a there's a difference, and people don't understand that there's a difference mm-hmm. because you because you live in I'm from, like from Pioneer Homes because you lived in Pioneer Homes. That means that you's a street nigga. Yeah, mm-hmm. you just live there. That's it. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, like now you in that there's ones that's into the streets. Like if these are certain dudes into the street. You'll know it. Mm-hmm. I mean the way they conduct themselves. Mm-hmm. For me, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, the etiquette, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you could tell. Remember, the, the, the degree of dudes you're dealing with or what they, they mindset, you could tell the way they talk, they walk, mm-hmm. they swag, they cock, they arrow. You could tell a street, a real one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I could tell one. I can, you ain't got to. Maybe humble, too. I can walk in this jail. I can humble. I can, like, you know, piss up, Max. I can I can walk in a room. And I could tell a nigga that been in prison before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean? Nigga got to tell me, I can tell it. I mean, because I know it. I mean, like a nigga, like a dude from Vietnam could tell him if he's been in the war before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You could tell he been in the army before. I could tell it. Yeah. I mean, I'm saying I could tell who's faking. I mean, I know who's faking. Like I can see, I can see what right through a person. He's faking, my nigga. Yeah. He don't want that life. He's playing. He's he's playing, my nigga. Right. He just talking. I mean, he don't put it because because when you deal with a dangerous motherfucker, or you deal with a, a certain degree of street, do you know? You can have an argument with them. They say, okay, cool. You already know he's going to kill you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yep. know it. 
Yep. The one that's Yo. still talking, I do this, doing that, he gonna do nothing. The loudest one in the room well, is that the weakest. That dude walk, you dealing with a dude, and he say, "Yo, all right, this, this, that you disrespect him." He say, "All right, cool." But cool, everything <laughs> cool. <laughs> For me, he might don't kill you that day, but he guarantees he's gonna, gonna kill you. you. And this and this and you and you gotta know this type of shit going up in the streets. Mm-hmm. What you're dealing with, you gotta know how you to survive. For me, you gotta know what type of. You know what I'm saying what degree. So sometimes you put yourself in. And predicament you hope the God to get out of. Mm-hmm. For me, yeah. you know, and that's and that's that's what this shit is about. So, fuck prison balls all back to that to bring awareness, understanding, and to wake people up. Yeah. So when a person wears that shirt, like you know, I can be around Martha Stewart and say say to her ear, "Yeah, fuck prison." She's not going to deny it. Mm-hmm. Right. And she sat in that cell by herself. She did. Yep. She felt she felt that shit before. Mm-hmm. So it, does, so it doesn't matter who wears it, where they coming from. It's a state of mind. You felt that shit before. You've been alone before. You've been in that cell before. Mm-hmm. For me, when people looked in, look, told you to bend over, squat, wiggle your toes, look at your asshole, they felt Off. that. So they know what this thing is about. So that's what this whole culture is about. For me, it's a different thing. Right. I don't know what I'm saying. That's what I stand by when I believe in. And then, like, over the years, I know there's been a lot of talk as far as prison reform, like the whole thing with Meek Mill, and they say how... The system is designed for us to be institutionalized and stuff like that. Does fuck prison play into that as well? Like, well, it takes one. Well, like, like, like all that's me, me are doing the same thing this time in the trenches. Mm-hmm. I'm still in the trenches. Mm-hmm. For me, I'm in the hood. For me, like, I'm still active. Yeah, he on Amazon with it. For me, like, he's <laughs> on Amazon. I'm saying, like, he he's doing it on a different type of level. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, and and. and but we all in the same fight, right? Uh-huh. To bring awareness, to bring understanding. But I'm, I'm still in the trenches. I'm still like, you know, I'm with the people still. So, do you feel like it's more effective the way you're doing it? Of course, because, you know, he's saying he's doing it his way. I'm doing it my way. Everybody yeah. has a way to doing it. Everyone has a degree of doing it. Everybody has their own element of doing it. Mm-hmm. But I'm still in. And I'm saying in, in, in events, I'm still in the hood. I'm still talking to people. And people still have, can teach me, touch me, and talk to me. Mm-hmm. So it's different. I'm saying, like, you know, so, you know, he's saying it from up here. Yeah. I'm saying it down here. Right. But we're saying the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he's, he not, he's saying prison reform, but he's really saying fuck prison. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just hardcore with it because I was in that motherfucker. Not even for me, for, for real. And I seen niggas and ain't never coming home, so fuck prison. Mm-hmm. But we all in the same thing. Whoever is against being in prison, I don't care for how they name it, how they change the words, how they claim, how they say it. It all boils back down to once you get in that cell and you look out, man, fuck this bullshit, man. I want to fuck with a pretty prison. Mm-hmm. Everyone says that. Yeah. Fuck prison, man. Fuck these bullshit. I want to be in here. I mean, I'm just giving you to a hard reality. Right, but we all—they all saying the same thing. We all saying the same thing. It's no difference. For me, prison reform. I could pick. Okay, prison reform. The same thing. Fuck prison. I just say it because it comes with a lot of pain with me. Mm-hmm. For me, like it comes from inside for me. You know I'm saying that comes from deep with me. I'm saying like, it's a cry, man. Fuck prison. Mm-hmm. So that's a cry. I'm just not crying. I'm right. saying it. For me, you know I'm saying like I, 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 my man never coming home again in his life, man. Fuck prison. Like you know what I'm saying, my uh, my man, my man gonna die in prison. Fuck prison. Yeah, it's real. It's a cry. It's a pain. So it comes off a little different for me mm-hmm. when I see it. For me, so and not me. Every person on this earth that was affected that that's, that their mothers in there and they they, they fathers in there and and they, they fathers not here and they want you to want your father to be it. Fuck prison. Yeah. For me, every child says that. They just don't say it. Where's my daddy? They say it in other ways, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. Yeah. I want my daddy. Mm-hmm. Why my daddy not here? Where my father, mommy? My mother used to say he in school. Yeah, he in school. You know, they lie and shit. <laughs> we you don't tell see you, daddy they tell in you, school. I don't tell you, tell you don't become a liar. He in school. They lying to you off the top. Yeah. I thought they was the uniforms they was wearing. Yeah. Oh, they, they we in college. That's what they teach yep. you. They told me in college. But, they, but, but you're saying the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like, because... Where's my daddy? Same thing you're saying. This yeah, fuck fuck where's him. my father? Yeah. I do. Where's my father at, mommy? Um, he's in college, in school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fuck that place, man. Where's my daddy at, man? <laughs> then, oh, fuck y'all. But then when you get 10 years old, yeah, you're supposed to go to college. You're supposed to, wait, I thought that was college. I'm I confused was, now. Yeah, like. you, you confused, I'm saying. So that's why I said that. 
It's a different standard you have to stand by. Right. Ain't no sense. Like when people wear, I tell people all the time, like, you know, like I understand what Nike stands for. Mm-hmm. I understand what all these companies stand for. But I stand for something different. Right. I, I love mean, the brand. But you put it, you could put it on a pencil, a napkin, a, 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 anything you put it on, it's still going to boil down to one thing. Yeah. Awareness. Oh. Mm-hmm. Fuck prison. I want to school someone about why you shouldn't be in there. Right. I mean, and that's right now after this conversation we have, and you never met me in my life. I mean, but now you might have this conversation, might be five years from now, everybody's brain is like a computer. Yeah. And you might have to break down why you don't like prison. Mm-hmm. And you'll take the little parts of my story when I, and you create your own story and you'll you'll save someone else's life. And that's what fuck mm-hmm. prison is about. That's what life is about. All our brains like computers. So everything that people ever taught me, all them old timers, they dead, they gone, they not here no more. They died in jail, they came home and died. I'm, I'm an essence of all that balled up in one to mm-hmm. say, yo, fuck that, get money, stay prison, stay fly, get to, to jail. For me, and that's all they ever told me, man. This shit is corny. Fuck prison. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same thing they saying, man. Prison is whack. Fuck prison. Mm-hmm. It's all the same, same language. I'm just changing the words and formatting the way it should be said. I mean, but it's all boiled down to that. And that's why I, I stand by what I believe in and you know, what I'm going to stand by till I die. For me, fuck prison going to be going way before I'm gone. Because mm-hmm. prison still going to be going here. Mm-hmm. People still going to be going to prison. And when I'm still not going to be here, they still gonna, somebody going to have that shirt on. And they're going to say, yo, fuck prison. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where you get that shirt from? That shirt, this shirt here, 30 years old. For me, and this is what people been saying for, forever. Yeah, like, I like that. what you got on. I need to know the price. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> we all need one. You feel me? We all need one. Yeah, yeah what I'm saying, yeah. Well, I got but, one, but I need another one. Yeah, <laughs> I need one. I need one to begin with. But I do want to ask you, now that you're on, let's say, the brighter side of things, do you see yourself traveling more if you're not you No, know, I travel. And... You know, I travel a lot already. I'm saying, like, you know, like, what future projects do you have? Like I like I like I'm very creative for mm-hmm. me. Like I gave a fashion show before, you know what I'm saying? I do The Fuck Prison Museum. I've done Fuck Prison Museum, like and I done one in Ohio and I'm gonna do other states all over the world. Wow. For me saying I wanna keep doing them from all over the world. Coming from like, you know, I wanna go to other countries. Let you know me what I'm saying? Find you in a history book in a few years. Yeah, I wanna go to other <laughs> countries. You know what I'm saying? And and, and, and you know and, and spread 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 it. Cause a lot of my a lot of my a lot of my support come from like not, it's not from New Jersey. Mm-hmm. My support is not from New Jersey. Like I don't like my support is from California, um, Atlanta, Baltimore, um, Philly, Canada, Australia. For me, like you know, what I'm saying like these are a lot of my I sell, like people buy mad stuff for me from like Canada. Mm-hmm. When you were sitting in that cell, did you see yourself being this successful? No. No, no. I knew I was going to be lit. Now, let's not get this crazy. <laughs> you had a plan. <laughs> listen to me. Listen. I knew I was going to be lit. And I'm saying, I just didn't know how I was going to be lit. Uh, okay. I knew I was going to get this shit together. And I'm saying, I just knew how I was going to get together. So, I had one plan. And that one plan took me to another another, another mm-hmm. project. Once you have something to stand on, you, create, you, you need something. Once the foundation is there, then you can grow off it for me. And once the foundation is positive, you can go off the positive foundation. Mm-hmm. So I came home as a promoter, and my parties was I was I done parties at, you know, uh, started at a strip club, and then it went from this spot, this spot. So then I went to out of town, and I started doing so. I did bright. So one day, like Foxy told me, you know, what I'm saying, and she said, "Show you the nothing else, brand yourself." Mm-hmm. For me, so and there's and there's other dude, there's other Japanese dude who has to hang with named Ming. We used to walk the track all the time. He was like, yo, what's the number one job in this world? I said, salesman. He said, salesman is like being mm. a promoter. He said, Sean, if I got a, I'm, in, I'm, I'm from Japan, and I got a warehouse full of sneakers, and I can't sell these sneakers. What do I have? A warehouse full of sneakers. Mm. So you become out there, learn marketing, become a salesman, and know you are your best asset. Mm-hmm. Once you learn you're your best asset, you, know, you, you start developing your skills, your talking skills, the way you move, the way you think. The way I'm saying, the way you got to conduct yourself with people, and so once you start learning how to conduct your assets, because we all have assets. For me, it might be the way you think, maybe where you talk, maybe the way you walk. You have an asset in you, and once you polish that asset up, it's going to shine. And once you understand what your asset is, you can know how you how to move. Mm-hmm. You can know how to sell yourself. From because once you if you don't know you're your best asset, you never know your best you're your best quality. Mm. 
And so once you learn that, I learned that. I started learning that so I knew how to do parties. For me, saying so, you know, once I became good at parties and shit like that, I know how to deal with people. Mm-hmm. For me, that's how I deal with business. So people, so it's going to breed, I'm going to breed a lot of hate, but I'm going to breed a lot of love too because mm-hmm. either you're going to love me, you're going to hate me. Mm-hmm. It's the in-between with me because you're either you're going to accept me who I am or you're going to dislike, dislike me who I am. But once you get to know me, you're going to say, no, nah, I like him mm-hmm. because I see what he stands for. But, but but if you don't stand for nothing, you can never respect no one else to stand for something. Mm-hmm. So the people that the people that doesn't like me, the people that dislike me don't stand for nothing. You know what I'm saying? They still lost. Mm-hmm. They, they, they say, that's the same five percent of this loss. But the people that like me stand for something, understand, like mm-hmm. I've been through something. I stand for what he believes in. He what he's saying, I've been through some something shit myself. So I stand for this. And I might don't agree everything is, but he stand for something. Mm-hmm. For a person don't stand for nothing. He can't no way he can be you your man. For me, no way he can do how. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how he gonna make you grow? When I'm saying he don't stand for nothing. Yeah. If you don't stand for nothing, you don't have no morals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For me, if you don't have no morals, then you don't have no etiquettes. So how are you gonna love you? How are you gonna appreciate you? How are you gonna appreciate life? <laughs> how are you gonna do anything for? That? How are you gonna grow as a man and help the earth if you don't have nothing you stand on? Mm-hmm. So you either got to stand on something. It's going to be religion, um, something that you believe in. I'm saying that's greater than you that you want to do for others. If you don't have nothing to stand on, there's nothing you can do for others. And that's what the, that's what the, the young people are lacking because they have nothing to stand on. They don't believe in nothing. So the ones that don't like me because they don't believe in nothing. Mm. And the ones that's going to like you, they're going to believe in something. That's just simple in life. For me, this, that's not even like one and one makes two. Like, you know that. It's simple math. But this is simple thinking. And once you under that simple process of thinking, do you know how shit going to flow? That's why I said that. Like, once now I go back when you said I have to make things happen. Mm-hmm. I have to create things. But once mm-hmm. a dude goes out, he has a platform. He can create anything. Mm-hmm. Once I created that platform, I can create anything now. But I had to create that platform, so I had to give 110 percent to that platform, and I and I changed my name to the Celebrity Promoter because I was doing parties, and I'm saying I mean I and I and I, and I, and I said I'm gonna just change my name. So what happens? I created a new person. Mm-hmm. For me, so I changed my identity, mm-hmm. and the people said, "Oh, something's wrong." I created that person. I made that person. For me, and I made you believe in that person. I just I got chills because I just came from church earlier and the pastor was talking about that. So I think that's just crazy how you're saying this right now. When like <laughs> you just you just follow the voice in your head and you follow what you're doing. And it's like a whole new person you know, that can new, be created from that. I that just think that's person, powerful. That new person is going to make you who you should be. So you can mm-hmm. create that person when you take the same once you understand what you want to do. So I knew I had to create a new person that people could love mm-hmm. for me. So I create that person. So now. They slept fuck prison. I created another person. And this then this is the you know, people already look up have love for me for the subject of mortar. So I just created this other person from coming from and what made me create the other person. There's so much elements I had no choice but to create it. Mm-hmm. I had no choice but to create it, you know what I'm saying? And I had to do it. Or I was gonna lose. Mm-hmm. But so much I'm gonna go as a promoter. I done it. Then I done it. That's that's easy. Now I gotta do things on another level. I mean, so when I, you know, the fuck president is more like a friend of mine told me, you know, uh, you've done all these clubs, meet all these club owners rich. Um, so when, you, when these clubs close down, what do you got for yourself? What do you got? And I'm like, answer the question. He was like, answer the question. You know the answer, nigga? Yeah. <laughs> say it. He was like, no, nah, say it, nigga. Mm-hmm. You got nothing. Take that same energy and put it into something that belongs to you. Mm-hmm. You come from, and I so I took that energy and I went to California. And I was with Pusha T, and he seen the shirt, and he posted the shirt, and said "fuck present" on his page. So by the time I'm I'm still in L.A., everybody's you know saying you know is telling me you know hit, so hit me in the DM how much the shirt costs. I'm mm-hmm. like, you know I know I heard somebody talking one day in fashion. I was just like listening to the conversation. It's like you know in, in fashion there's no there's no in between. It's high or low. So mm-hmm. I said forty dollars for the shirt, sixty for the hoodie. Just said it. Mm-hmm. But I had like seven hundred dollars. People sent me. I didn't even have the shirts. I'm still in L.A. So I called my friend when I got back in town. Like yo, 
you was right, man, you know what I'm saying? So he set up a Shopify for me. So I started, you know, learning about Shopify and learning the business to a whole nother level. But it all started with a friend checking me and upbringing me mentally, mm-hmm. saying there's another level for you. Mm-hmm. Don't skip, don't be scared to go there. Mm-hmm. The slubby pole is good, but there's another person you got to bring out yourself. Don't be scared to go there. And I'm like, man, I'm like, man, don't be scared. That person is the person that you need out. Mm-hmm. Get it out of you. And I went to another person, and that's why I became fuck present. And that's how I became that person. And then, and then with my granddaughter, with this and that and that and that, so many elements, it made me grow. I mean, that's how I grew, and that's how I keep growing. But I mean, I keep making mistakes. I'm not perfect. I make, I do a lot of, you know what I'm saying, shit. <laughs> we, first of all, we definitely make mistakes. Um, Sean, I want to say thank you for coming on Ella's Girls Next Door. Like, it was really a pleasure. Definitely. You dropped a lot of gems, like a oh, lot. I'm gems. in my bag right now. Like, <laughs> and I feel like this this is one for the count. Like, yeah. this, this, this is a definitely good one, one uh, for the count and everything like that. You're an intelligent man, very smart man. You know, like I'm proud of you and everything that you're doing. I congratulate you on you. Feel me? The things that I know you about to do. Yeah, <laughs> like, because I know, I know, I know mm-hmm. it's more store. I feel. I, like, yeah, like God gave you a second chance and you running with it. And yeah. I can respect that yeah. utmost. Yeah, um, that's back to the power of praying. You got to understand that. If I didn't ever understand that, then I could never respect it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I had to understand that, that someone was praying for me so I could respect it. Yeah. But if I didn't understand, I wouldn't respect it. You know Prayers are real. So, you know, that's why shit is real. But like I said before, like I do a lot of things. Like right now, um, the November 10th, I'm gonna do like a uh, fuck present workshop, mm. and oh, I'm gonna see, um, you know, what people like want to want to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. Because I'm gonna do like a media marketing thing. So who want to be a part of fuck present, and I'm gonna show them like you know I have another part like a marketing to, to do that I was telling you about. We're gonna sit there and like see people want to be a part. They're gonna grow with something that's gonna be mega one day, mm-hmm. and then they can know how to build their own business, their mm-hmm. own merch, their own companies. And become a promoter, whatever. And I'm gonna do that November 9th, 10th. 10th it was. You said 10th. <laughs> <It's the B-day. laughs> yeah, B-day. That's her birthday. Because November 9th, I'm gonna be, I think, uh, I'm gonna do like a little event. That's what I'm saying. You know, because I do tables. Yeah. I, do, I, I see you outside Barco yeah. too. You was outside Barco when they see, had but, the big uh, tycoon. But see, but, see, but the reason, I, and I'm not gonna keep you out too long, the reason I done it at Barco because. Like, everybody was crying about 50 Cent coming to the town and nobody mm-hmm. from Jersey was on the bill and whatever. So, so I, I told someone, I said, man, you know, I'm going to go outside. I didn't even go in the party. And, I, now, I could go in the party. I could, I know 50, I could be in the VIPs, whatever. I could do whatever I want. I mean, walk in any club, I could do that. But I want to show people, like, now, nah, you see me outside? My, well, my brand? Mm-hmm. So when when I become successful, I want you to remember mm-hmm. when I was outside the bar court, everybody was inside the party. I'm doing the same thing Fifty Cent was doing. I'm branding my brand. Mm-hmm. He came to the brand tycoon. He didn't come to the party. Y'all think he came to the party? He came, he had a bigger plan, mm-hmm. and people couldn't see the bigger plan because they don't understand. You got to stand for something. Mm-hmm. So I seen that, and I stood outside, you know, and and I branded myself. There was not not one other young rapper from New Jersey out there with their CD. So don't tell me about how you want to be successful. Yeah, you didn't. You was not there passing out your cards, like you, you know, like you know, you got a, a podcast, you to with your podcast, passing your cards out. If you got a a business, be should be not there with your business. He brought all them people in, there, and I'm saying you didn't take advantage of the opportunity. So that's why I said the one man. Why do one man succeed? And another man, another man fell because what you do with your time, what you do with your understanding, understand the ability to, to take a, advantage of a situation and become successful. So when everybody was partying, they should have been outside. Hustling. Hustling what they believe in, hustling their brand, passing our cars, passing our this, passing our that. So I was out there. I understand that. So when I, so when I tell people, no, 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 I don't think I'm all that. No, I was outside partying. <laughs> when I was in there partying, I was out front sweating, selling T-shirts, and and passing like cards about my brand. I don't think I'm all that. No, 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 no. Let's get it clarified. You was in there partying. I was out there. So don't tell me don't you know. Don't say yo. You think no? I was out there busting my ass. <laughs> Feel me? And people, you I have to show people that, for they can see that. Like yo, I see you was out there. You know, you know, he was out there 
marketing himself. Mm-hmm. From what were you doing? Yeah. yeah. Now you know why your business is not successful. Now you know why your clothes not successful. Now you know why. Now you know why your shit ain't selling. Now you know why your, your, your whatever you're doing is not growing because you're not willing to go to go to extra mile. Right. Mm-hmm. You're not willing to sacrifice. I'm willing to sacrifice. Yeah. I mean, and I love parties. <laughs> Is there any other pages or anything that you want to shout out? Oh no, really? Um, they just they, the Instagram just deleted one of my pages. Um, I had one hundred and forty-seven thousand. Who the, my they pages? Was yeah. the fuck prison? Was who the fuck with the prison? They deleted it, disabled it because I'll be posting stuff and it'd be like conscious stuff. So they was like people uh, they didn't like it, so mm. people kept like ended up reporting. They delete they disabled my page. One hundred and forty-seven thousand. So I'm trying to get my page back right now. So I'm just waiting patiently. Yeah. But this is the reason why. I'm creating a fuck present media market. I want no one to have control of me like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to create my own market, my mm-hmm. media market. I'm going to create my own stuff. Where I'm coming from. And, you know, a lot of things, too, that, you know. Um, Exercise your First Amendment. Jim G- G- Rock. Like, Jim Rock is a clothing company. And with Jim Rock, what I done was um, I broke a deal with them to give, like, like a 100 200, but 100 and something square suits. The people that's coming home from prison because mm-hmm. a lot of people who come home from prison don't have no mm-hmm. clothes. Mm-hmm. So Except I'm gonna give the them all the free sweatsuit. Once I set everything that's up, so the paperwork is done, everything like that. But back to word giving. Now this dude come home from jail. He could be from Memphis. He remember I gave him a sweatsuit one day. Yep. Feel me? And one day he might want to give something to somebody else. Mm-hmm. One day he might get on and say, "Yo, when I came home, I had nothing, and this guy gave me this right here." So. You become a you become you become greater when you give. I'm saying that's when they, they, you know your grandmother. All everybody hit this from their grandmother. The more you give, the more you receive. Mm-hmm. Is your blessings come from? Mm-hmm. So I want to give much as possible, so I can get much as blessings to come in as possible. Mm-hmm. Even if they don't get nothing back. Your grandmother to all of us that same one. Mm-hmm. You heard it before. It always comes back, no matter what. It could be. I'm years, sorry, but grandmothers are like. It. They're great. Like, amazing. I miss my Freaking amazing. <laughs> um, okay. Good I was interview. just going to say, yeah, we about to wrap this up. I'm J-Biz. I'm Rissy Riss. And, Riss. I'm Yanni. Okay, and thank J-Biz. you, Sean Orwell. <laughs> thank you J-Biz. for coming on Got the show. Got J-Biz. Rissy Riss. Yanni. Yes, make sure you come on the show. <laughs> thank you. Hopefully you'll be back. Yes. <laughs> no, I'll come back when you want me to come back. Not a problem. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank hey. you, baby. We hey. is out. Hey. Bye. Bye.